Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast with me, Jermaine. You know, it's been a really, really great week um, for us learning as individuals where some of the real challenges during this whole cost of living crisis is going to be coming from. And just thinking about some of the important tactics and techniques that we can use to guide ourselves through this time. Like when you think about it, on Avoiding Broke, we've been talking about this cost of living crisis, this economic challenge, probably for the last six to 12 months. You know, I think we probably called it about six months ago. And all of the real impacts are starting to just filter down, just hitting us more and more in real terms. Now, when you look at a lot of the national press, what you tend to be seeing is a lot of um, almost incentive for behaviour that's unrealistic. So I saw in the news today that we're talking about incentives for not using energy at peak times. Guys, there's a reason it's called peak times. It's because that's when people are actually home from work to actually be able to use their energy. That's when families are together. That's when children are home. The whole idea of being so restrictive at a time which is basically filled for your family time or for your personal time, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. We're looking in the wrong places. We're trying to make the wrong types of cutbacks and in many respects they will be unsustainable. Or if you look at people, for example, who are striking. Now, anybody can have their own opinion on whether striking um, makes sense, is a good thing, whether or not it achieves the aim. It's not for me to comment on that. But what we can say is that we recognise anybody who's currently going through um, the strike situation, the strike scenario. One thing that is very likely is even if they do secure a pay rise, it will not outstrip inflation. And that's the key thing that everybody needs to really buckle down on and really get into your minds. It's very rare to out-earn inflation, especially inflation at these kind of levels. You know, I'm saying 10% is what I'm calling the base for inflation. So it's very rare to out-earn that. It's very rare to be able to get random bonuses and things that take you past that rate of inflation. It's super rare. Really what it comes down to is more how you hustle on a day-to-day basis to make sensible adjustments to be able to make your savings. Like literally, there are only two levers in this whole thing. When you've got prices going up, you either need to increase what you earn or decrease what you spend. The levers are really simple. That's the only way you're going to make up the difference. The best way to do it, the easiest way, the way you've got most control is on the decrease. And let's just look at some tactics quickly on how you can start to do that. So number one, to everybody out there who is currently, has got the Just Eats, Deliveroo, Uber Eats app on your phone, why do you have it? That's the question. It's not whether or not the food is fantastic and it's not whether or not you think you can afford it and it's not whether or not you you enjoy it and you just treat yourself. It's just that so much of the food can easily be replicated for a fraction of the price at home. And that is one of the gaps that you can plug. You know, as a country in the UK, we certainly have a growing problem with obesity. Massive issue in America as well. Companies like Just Eat, Deliveroo, Uber Eats, all these places, they are helping to fuel that. There are two massive problems that I'm worried about, or three potentially. One is that more people are spending money they don't have in the, with these companies. Two, 
is the link to the drive in increased obesity. And the third thing is the impact on our skills. Because if you look nowadays, most people can't cook. But there's no pressure to be able to do it. Actually, because you've got so much on-demand help, you don't necessarily need to even gain basic core skills. You know, my mother was over here today and we were talking and I asked her how confident she would be going to a cupboard in her home, picking out random ingredients and just cooking. Um, the question came because it's what I did today because I'm trying to save money. And of course, like, as you'd expect, a lot of mothers, especially one who can cook, and my mom's a very, very good cook, very accomplished. She was like, yeah, no problem. But, you know, she had so many different stories about the gaps that she may have um, because she's been spoiled and maybe is a little bit lazy. So many stories about people she's seen not be able to necessarily do that. And that's kind of where the real sticking point comes. We need to have skills, techniques, tactics to deal with problems. These aren't things that you're going to learn for free. They're, well, you learn them for free if you're watching this channel. But you've got to actually put the hard work in to develop these skills. So when you look at things like food on demand, don't just look at it as, oh, I'm tired, I'm going to, I'm going to go and spend the money on this thing, I'm going to go to this restaurant. Think to yourself, what is the impact on my health overall? Think to yourself, what is the impact on my budget? And ask yourself, what is the impact on skills that I may not have here? Am I just worsening this problem of not actually being able to pr properly prepare food for myself? Amazing start point, guys. It's just to be able to look at those kind of really simple ways to make those savings and bring that cost right down. Another interesting element on this, and something I just tried a couple of days ago, and it worked pretty well, is to actually not bother taking your car, for example, to go and do your shop. So I walked probably roughly half a mile, yeah, probably less, yeah, probably about half a mile down the road, and I literally just had one backpack, one shopping bag. And I had two objectives. Number one is coming at less than £40, because £40 is like the threshold you need for delivery from places like Tesco, um, Amazon, Ocado, all that kind of stuff. So coming at less than £40. The second point was, if I can't carry it, I'm not buying it. And I'm pretty sure between whatever I buy and whatever is already at home, we are going to be fine for at least the period of a week. And it was a great exercise, one just in pure self-discipline and a little bit of creativity. Now, yeah, we can go and loosen the, the purse strings more if we want to. Of course we can do. But the point is not loosening the purse strings. The point is discipline. With anything that you ever want to be good at, discipline has to come first. Because discipline is what helps you do the repetitions, do the same thing over and over again to learn to be good at it. Once you're then good at it, you become a bit wiser, a little bit smarter. And when you become wiser and smarter, your ability to do something improves. Or your ability to plan for it improves. So there's this whole kind of virtuous cycle that comes through, but it's all underpinned by great discipline. And I want to just share that really clear perspective. On Avoiding Broke, we have called this cost of living crisis, we called it six to 12 months ago. Fact. And one of the key messages then, and it's a key message now, is we need to form the right skills and habits and techniques in these tough times to be able to get through them as well as to make sure we can 
capitalise on the upside at the end. We've got a few different levers because when you see prices rocketing up, the things that you can do are to simply increase your income or reduce your cost. That's how the equation works. It is massively difficult to increase your income in most scenarios. Very, very difficult. And even those people getting pay rises are scarcely getting them above the rate of inflation. And I'm saying it's about 10% right now. It's a lot more in some instances, but 10% is a sensible mark to take. So the great question is then how can you reduce your expenditure? There are tools and techniques and little tricks you can try to give yourself a chance. Part of it is about the association of on-demand food with obesity, with extra expense and with lack of skills. Those are three things we definitely want to solve for because we want to try to be fit, we want to keep our expenses down and we want the highest level of skill that we can have. And cooking is just one really simple entry point and we'll cover more on the pod later on. So just associate your current behaviour with the actual weaknesses or leakages that you may currently have and look at ways to plug it. And then just find silly little games you can play with yourselves to try to cultivate that little bit more discipline. You know, do the walk to the small shop. Have have just a backpack and a carrier bag. Set yourself the goal of coming in below the £40 threshold. These are real tangible things. You know, my shop on the day was £32 and you might think, well, what big deal. Look, that's a 20% saving on, on the minimum we would normally have to spend. And we normally spend far more than 40 quid. So we've saved. I've got healthier by doing the half a mile walk. And I've actually had to be a little bit more creative because our whole cook today was just based on random things that we had in the um, in the fridge and in the cupboards. Um, now, I've been taught to be a pretty reasonable cook, but I still think the food was pretty decent. And honestly, it's cost a fraction of what it normally would do. These are really simple tactics that you can start bringing into your day-to-day life. Really simple things. Even if you don't want to go big bang, if you're eating out two or three times a week, trim it down to one and just be creative on the other few days. There are so many little things, like please, if you see and have any ideas, do share them. If you've got any questions, do ask, and we're going to just keep firing out the content to hopefully help. All right, guys, speak to you on the next pod. Take care. Bye.